0: Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking about the Treasury's new financial industry rescue plan. I'm talking with Nancy Atkinson, Senior Analyst at the ITA Group. Nancy, thanks so much for taking time and to share your insights with me today.
1: You're very welcome, Tom. I look forward to it.
0: We just heard from the Treasury Secretary, and I guess my baseline question to you is, what's different now than what we heard from the Bush administration?
1: Well, I think the most significant difference is that there is more um, regulatory and accountability, uh, at least being touted in this <laughs> undertaking, um, and there is a movement away from simply tax cuts coming through to really play the part. Now, obviously, the original uh, offerings of TARP were more than just tax cuts, and it was a bailout for banks to help them out, but... I think that this particular announcement is a bit more targeted on how do we get banks to use that money that they get to really make lending um, a priority and to get credit back out in the markets, which is, I think, what we really do need.
0: What's this all mean to the banking industry? There's been an awful lot of talk, and some people like the word bailout. Others object to it. Mm-hmm. we just seen a plan. What is this going to mean to the industry?
1: Well, I think the industry is going to face uh, much more scrutiny than they have over the last several years, and I think that's probably appropriate given the mess that we're in. I don't think the industry in and of itself caused this problem because um, the industry has been driven all along by needing to show quarter-over-quarter quarter profits, and when you have those kinds of short-term goals that you have to meet, I think you tend to take more risky positions than perhaps you should. And um I think we're headed back to more fundamentals uh but I do think that that uh banks are going to find that they're under much closer scrutiny and that they're going to be looked at closely and they're going to have to account for a lot of what they do um and in some cases that's going to make them perhaps a little bit less efficient than they might have been but then again I think they've they've put themselves in this position so it needs to happen
0: What do you expect we'll see next then in the industry as this plan starts to get rolled out, deployed, and and people start taking advantage of the the new opportunities?
1: Well, I think we're all hopeful the execution will end up being what uh, the Obama administration hopes it will be. I suspect you know, I do think that they're smart to warn that there will be mistakes and glitches, and I think we'll see how much of the pork gets taken out of this um, initially as well. Um, But I think that to the extent that banks are held accountable to get the money out to the credit markets and not just use it for acquisitions or repurchases of stock or any of those kinds of things, it's a movement in the right direction. Um, I also think that the accountability to make it clearer in terms of executive compensation is a good move, although I I have to admit to some skepticism as to how much they'll be able to control that because there are so many factors involved in any executive compensation package, and the salary is only one small component of it. So I think there will be challenges in seeing where that money is really going and how it's being awarded, but I think it's a move in the right direction.
0: Now, Nancy, it feels like we've had two sort of major concurrent storylines going on this year. On one hand, there's the the TARP plan or son of TARP, whatever they might call this now, (laughs) and on the other, there's the, the Heartland data breach. And so I guess I kind of wonder if you bring the two of these together with the plan that we've seen today and, and what the administration wants to do to bolster the banking industry, what becomes the impact on risk management and security within a banking institution? Where are they going to feel um, the strength, I guess? Where are they going to get the love?
1: <laughs> well, I think, they're, I, I think part of the issue is that the only way they are going to get the love is to be more transparent and accountable for what they've been doing. Um, certainly you know, the government is coming in trying to help provide a floor um, for the banks and, and for the potential credit losses that they could see. I think one of the challenges there is how do you do that with giving taxpayers the comfort that they're getting something in return <laughs> for the money that uh, the government's spending and um i think that's going to be an ongoing challenge for the future here and i think that the banks are going to to be under some stress um and you know that that one of the toughest parts of that is keeping good employees on board at banks and you know motivated and and moving forward
0: now, we all went into this administration with sort of an understanding there's going to be more regulation, that the banking industry is going to get more attention from government. What would you say the early signs are so far from the Obama administration?
1: Well, I think the the early signs are certainly that they, they are going to come in with more regulation. I don't think that we've seen the details on any of that so far. Um, you know, what I heard uh, Secretary Geithner talk about today was more, Along the lines of continuing to work with the Federal Reserve and the other um, agencies to really move forward on this front, um, I think what you know what we're sort of seeing is the Sarbanes Oxley move of what we saw when some you know private companies became or well publicly held companies became troubled like Enron. Um, And I think that's going to happen with the banks, and we're going to see a lot of pressure, and we're going to see banks needing to spend some of the money that they have on putting in new systems that will help them to do the reporting and to control the activity better than what they've done in the past. I think that smart banks have an opportunity, though, to leverage those investments and really get better data and information to better manage their ongoing um, operations.
0: You know, it's interesting you mentioned Sarbanes-Oxley because for the last several months I've sort of looked at what's going on in the industry and wondered who's going to emerge as the yeah. Sarbanes and the Oxley, you know, in banking regulation. Do you see any candidates there that, that are likely to be nominated?
1: Good question, and I'm I'm not sure that I am <laughs> capable of making that recommendation. Um, Chris Dodd, perhaps, might be involved with this, you know, banking chairman committee. Um yeah, but I, you know, I suspect that to the extent that the Obama administration wants to continue to promote bipartisanship, perhaps they'll turn to some of the three moderate Republicans that have gotten on board to support this. And my apologies, I remember Spector, Arlen Spector, because he's one of my senators. <laughs> and I, I know there are two others. <laughs> and I, right at the moment, the names are not coming to me.
0: It's fair to say auditions are open.
1: <laughs> yes, I think they are. <laughs> I think they definitely are.
0: Now, to coming back to what, what we're talking about, sort of the concurrent storylines, you've got you know, regulatory reform, and you've got you know a serious breach that's affecting the banking industry. What are some of the the early storylines that you're paying attention to this year?
1: Well, I think you know part of what we're looking at is um, to what extent are banks retrenching in terms of their um, IT spending? What are the opportunities for them? To still improve their processes because I think one of the challenges for banks is that they're clearly in a cost cutting mode given the economic condition, but they also, I think most of them recognize the need to be offering solutions for their customers and to be building on their revenues as well. Uh, deposit gathering is clearly in a very important component right now and we're watching, you know, how banks are going about getting those deposits in order to support their assets and be able to get back into the lending game. And I think that, you know, seeing how this private and public um, approach to the toxic assets will be interesting to see how that plays out and something that we'll definitely be looking at.
0: Be much to talk about in the weeks ahead, Nancy.
1: Absolutely, and uh, I guess it's the old Chinese saying, may you live in interesting times, right, Tom?
0: <laughs> we got to double their Both A curse and
1: a, a blessing, I think. That's exactly right.
0: Nancy, <laughs> thanks so much for taking time and sharing your insight today.
1: Happy to talk with you, Tom. Thanks.
0: We've been talking with Nancy Atkinson with ITA Group. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.